Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, brought to you by WPTonic.com, a WordPress maintenance and support service for business owners. We talk to the leaders in WordPress, business, and online marketing communities, bringing you insights on how to grow your business and achieve success. Now, here's the host of WP Tonic, Jonathan Dinwood and John Locke. Welcome to WP Tonic, episode 165. Today, returning for the second time to our show, we have the social media consultant from Super Spicy Media, Moisa Mars. Uh, Moisa, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do. So I am, first of all, very happy to be back. I can't believe it has been six months already. (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, I'm a social media consultant, currently uh, focusing on doing Facebook ad strategies for uh, clients and other consultants and other software companies. Um, Again, just a quick recap on how I got started on this. So I lost my job at an advertising agency. I was a copywriter, but we didn't get along very well after a year. So after a year and a half, we actually kind of um, broke our agreement and each went on uh, on our own side. So I established my own company and grew it from scratch. So that's how I am actually here today because I lost my job. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we're glad that you uh, ended up here doing well because, I mean, you're helping a lot of uh, people as a uh, you know social media consultant. I also want to introduce my co-host, Jonathan. Tell us a little oh, bit about, about yourself. Yeah, sure. Hi there, folks. Um, I'm the founder of WP Tonic. Um, We're a WordPress maintenance service company. We help a number of businesses and also we help people in the industry. We're a trusted partner. And before um, we move on, I also like to say that we're really um, very happy with our sponsor, Liquid Web, which John's going to be talking about in the next couple of seconds. You're absolutely right. And we want to thank Liquid Web uh, for sponsoring the podcast. And while Liquid Web has best been known as a managed hosting company with tons of options, it's also designed uh, a managed WordPress, uh, managed WordPress offering that's perfect for mission-critical sites. And if you are looking for improved performance, maximized uptime, and incredible support, Liquid Web is the partner that you've been looking for. And every Liquid Web managed also is iTheme Sync, integrated into their management portal, allowing them to update several sites with a single touch. And if you sign up today using the discount code WPTONIC33, you'll get a 33% discount for the next six months. So visit liquidweb.com slash WordPress to get started and use the code WPTONIC33. Want to jump right into it. Uh, Moises, since the last time we uh, spoke with you, I noticed that you tweeted out um, that you had landed the the biggest uh, deal that you had um, landed up to date. And, you know, what things are you applying in your business that are – you know, helping you achieve bigger gains than you, you were getting previously? So I doubled my income actually in the last month of 2016, which is a fantastic result to end a year with. <laughs> and I actually managed that by doubling down on Facebook ads. So I've been previously, I mean, 
I know everything social media, so I know everything about Twitter and Twitter advertising and Facebook and Facebook advertising, and I did a little bit of Pinterest. Um, but then my business just kind of took another, a bit different turn when I got more and more clients asking just for me to focus on Facebook ads. So they wanted for me to develop their Facebook ad strategies and to really refine that part of their marketing. And when I started to do that and actually focus more on Facebook advertising, more clients came my way asking for help with Facebook ads. So that's what I did in the last months, just focused on Facebook ads strategies and implementing them with my clients and then growing their business with uh, paid advertising on Facebook. So this is what I did. And it really, that niching down uh, really, really helped my business to grow. Awesome. Um, when it comes to a lot of freelancers, a, a lot of um, smaller agencies that haven't developed uh, a niche, like that, uh, what would you advise, you know, as, as far as like, you know, social media, um, what kind of channels should they be on for lead generation? Facebook, <laughs> Facebook ads. Right. So, totally. Yeah. And, and why? And tell us why. Tell us why though. First of all, because it's very, it's effective. Uh, and it's very, very affordable. I know that a lot of small companies just have that problem of scaling their business because they don't know how to reach out to people. They don't know where to get that. Tar they, they know who their target audience is, but they don't know how to get them to their site. And you can do, I mean, you can grow that organically, absolutely, with sharing lots of great uh, value with your blog posts and maybe tweeting out, so not putting the money into ads. But if you want to amp that up and do that more quickly and grow your business faster, Facebook ads is definitely the answer. First of all, because there is such a large um, amount of people on Facebook and you're absolutely confident that you can find your target audience on there as well. And I, like I said, it's so affordable. So you don't need to spend 5,000 people to get a couple of people on $5,000 to get a couple of people on your webpage, but you can spend, I don't know, 50 to 100 or maybe $500 to get some leads and to get people interested in what you have to offer. Definitely. And something that I've been experimenting with lately that I didn't do in the past is running Facebook ads just to do content promotion. Um, and explain to listeners like why that might be a good idea to, you know, promote your content and not just go into the sales pitch, right? Because you want to build trust and you want to establish an authority with your target audience. A lot of companies and a lot of freelancers and consultants and other business owners do the mistake of immediately jumping to pitch and pitching to an unknown audience. They, that unknown audience doesn't know who you are. They don't know what you offer. They don't know what your business is all about. So if you turn that around and first grow your authority and build trust with those users by sharing very valuable content, 
that's how you get people interested and that's how you get people to your site because everyone else is doing the opposite and people are tired of that people don't want to see promotional ads on facebook anymore they want to get value and if they get value i can assure you that they will come back for you and they will be more interested in that paid content that you have or a paid product that you have or a paid service because you already offered them a lot of value for free so they feel a little bit obligated to purchase something from you uh, so a lot of it is really like relationship building um you know by promoting having like a plan of promoting content and then promoting your sales pitch somewhere down the line but but a lot of it is building trust absolutely absolutely and people forget about that people forget that Facebook users didn't sign up for Facebook to see ads. If they want to see ads, they will go somewhere else. They signed up first to stay in touch with their family and friends. And second, to get some kind of value. And if you provide them that value, they will come back. Yeah, definitely. You know, one, one of the things that, that I've heard people talk about recently, um, and yourself as well, that, that uh, maybe a lot of people don't know about uh, but when it comes to uh, the Facebook Pixel, tell us a little bit about that and, and why you should have one of those on your website. Facebook Pixel comes with every Facebook ads account. And uh, what happens is that with Facebook Pixel, you can retarget people that visit your web page. So you're doing remarketing. That's how it's called on Facebook. It's a fancy word. Um, but the thing is that remarketing or retargeting is very, very effective. So you can uh, decrease the price per conversion or price per, I don't know, webinar sign up or whatever with uh, with a Facebook pixel and retargeting. So if you're not doing that already, that is definitely something that you should look into. Why? Because when you're doing remarketing, when you're doing retargeting, that audience that you'll be targeting, so your webpage visitors, for example, they know who you are. You've already built trust with them. You've already built some kind of a report with them. So they trust you, they know who you are, and they don't need a lot of free content or free value in order for you to pitch them because they know who you are. They know what you do. They know the blog posts. They have read them. So you can you can kind of uh, create more promotional campaigns for that kind of audience and they are more receptive of your messaging. So um, it is, inc again, it's incredibly effective and Facebook Pixel can be implemented to your site in three minutes. So what do you have to lose? All you need to do is open up a Facebook ads account. Facebook Pixel will be there. The only thing you need to do is copy paste that Facebook Pixel in the hat section of your webpage and that's it. And you are um, generating uh, data with your Facebook ads manager and you will be able to retarget those people that have visited your webpage. Another thing that you will be able to do is create lookalike audiences. So a lot of people have um, this issue with creating a new target audience that is a new, like people that don't know who they are, but um, is someone that you can target and it, that may be interested in what you have to offer. So what a lot of people do at that point is they go into Facebook Ads Manager and tweak some things around at targeting and 
figure out a way to maybe reach out to their target audience and figure out the interest they have. But what they're basically doing is guesswork. So what you can do instead is you have a Facebook pixel on your webpage and Facebook knows which people visited your webpage. Now you can take those people and create a lookalike audience. And that means that Facebook will create a list of new audience that they don't know who you are and, but they will match that audience to the interest, the existing audience. So your webpage visitors have, so they will take those website, website visitors, uh, read their information, see what kind of interest they have. And Facebook will create a totally brand new audience. It's called a lookalike audience. So you won't need to do the guesswork of guessing what kind of interest your target audience might have, but Facebook will do that work for you. So whenever, you know, you exhaust the custom audience you have, so your webpage visitors and you you want to target someone new, someone fresh, you want to look into lookalike audiences because Facebook does all the work and you don't need to do any of that. And it turns out to be very effective. So with my clients, when we do interest targeting, that's you know where you go into your Facebook ads manager and do the guesswork. Our cost per webinar signup, for example, is $11. When we do, when we target lookalike audiences, so when we don't do the guesswork, but Facebook does it for us, our cost per webinar signup is $4 or less. So we more than half that price. Um, so yeah, absolutely. That's why Facebook pixel is so important. First of all, because of you're able to retarget that target audience that you have your website visitors that you have, and you are able to create a brand new audience of people that you are then able to target with your Facebook ads. And it's going to be more effective than interest targeting. That was a long answer. <laughs> it was no, that's a great uh, answer. It was, it was rather long. I'm, I'm just kind of slightly interrupting because, um, John, John knows that Facebook and Facebook paid advertisement is a kind of passion with me. Um, so I, I think I would correct, um, and I'm sure you're going to put me right quickly if I'm wrong, but um, I think the other factor is obviously you've got the traditional, you know, where you pay per click, but you can actually pay by action. Uh, um, like you could have a lead magnet and a thank you page, and you only pay... Um, if the person gets to the thank you page, is that correct? That is correct. Absolutely. That cost can be expensive too. So for example, you can pay $50 for a lead if you don't do your ads correctly, but Facebook, Facebook's intention are not mean. A lot of people think that Facebook is, especially Facebook ads are, is this, you know, mean thing that Facebook has and they just want to take all of your money and not give anything back, but it's not the case. So what Facebook wants to do is really help you grow your business with Facebook ads and paying for just for the actions is something that Facebook did. I think it was a year or a couple of years ago because they wanted to get more businesses into Facebook advertising just so, so they can see how effective that is. And it's very effective because you're just paying for the leads. Yeah. Uh, would you also agree that the other mistake that a lot of people knew is they clicked the um, button to boost the post and really they're making a really fundamental mistake. They need to go into the advert manager um, because they're not aware that if you just boost the post, you could end up, your advert can end up on Instagram, end up on certain other areas which you're not really interested in. 
Uh, well, I think I, I boost my post all the time, to be honest. Um, and I've got and I've gotten great response from it. Uh, so with boosting posts, you're basically focusing on getting as uh, many people liking that post and commenting on that post. And you can um, what you can actually do later on. That's a tweak that not many people know uh, or hack that not many people know of. So what you can do is as soon as you have, I don't know, let's say 10 people liking that post that you boosted for $3 and you have 10 people liking that post, you can actually click, you know, what, where it says 10 people like these, this post, you can click on there and you'll be able to invite those people to your Facebook page and grow your audience like that. Um, so that's something that not a lot of people know that Facebook has this feature. So that's where boosting posts comes so, so handy uh, and so incredibly valuable. I've grown my audience incredibly and immensely with that hack. And I do that all the time because it's so easy to do. I think that should be, that might be, if anyone is afraid of Facebook ads manager, so going in there and tweaking the targeting and creating campaigns and ad sets and ads, the first step you can do is to boost a post for $3. And I can assure you, because it's so affordable, that you will be able to see some great results with just investing $3 into boosting your post. That's how I got started. I, I tried it with $3 and tried tweaking it around a little bit. And then I invested $5 and $10 and $20. And that's how I got started. And once I saw that there is a great opportunity in that, you just, you can see that you can go into Facebook ads manager and play around with different settings and different targeting and so on. So absolutely. I, I would recommend actually um, boosting a post for $3 because it's, it's $3. It's one coffee. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, I'm hard to beat that. Um, I had, <clears throat> when it comes to that, when you're boosting your post like that, who does that go to? Does that go to, um, just your who already is on your list or is that just go out like generally to everyone or, or like a specific audience oh you can you can play around with it a little bit actually so you can create different audiences and you can target different audiences you can target only people that have liked your page or you can target people that have liked your page and their friends or you can target someone totally new who is not familiar with what you do. You can target your um, your email list. So the ad, the boosted post will only be shown to people who have liked your, uh, who have subscribed to your email list. So you can play around with it a little bit, but I would definitely, for those, uh, for those people who are just starting out, I would definitely recommend boosting posts to those people who liked your page and their friends. Those are the people that are most interested in what you have to say. Um, so absolutely, first, first off, maybe, maybe that should be a homework for all the listeners looking for, um, you know, playing around with Facebook ads. So what I think they should do today, so if you're listening, go to your Facebook page and boost a post for $3, target your page fans and their friends and see what happens. See how many likes you get, see how many comments you get. If you get comments, reply back, start engaging with people. If you get likes, invite those people to like your Facebook page and start growing your Facebook page audience. And you'll see that just magic happens from there on. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's, that's a great tip. Um, we're gonna head to our first break and then when we come back, we're gonna be talking more. 
Do you want to spend more time making money online? Then use WP Tonic as your trusted WordPress developer partner. They will keep your WordPress website secure and up to date so you can concentrate on the things that make you money. Examples of WP Tonic's client services are landing pages, page layouts, widgets, updates, and modifications. WP Tonic is well known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with full, no question asked, 30 day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Sign up with WP Tonic today. That's WP Tonic.com. Just like the podcast. We're back from our break and we're, we're talking with social media consultant extraordinaire Moisa Mars. Um, you know, one thing that we were talking about right before the break was boosting posts, um, targeting people that liked your page and their friends, and, and that's a way to kind of uh, expose your content to more people and get more people aware of your brand. Uh, so I wanted to ask you something else, too. I've heard that you can um, take your email list and, and somehow connect that to Facebook uh, and, and create an audience from that. Yep, you heard it correctly. <laughs> tell us a little bit more about that. Okay. So those are, that. yeah, those are called custom audiences. So with Facebook, there there comes just you know, Facebook advertising offers a lot of features. So you can again, we talked about this before. So we talked about how you can implement a Facebook pixel to your webpage and target your webpage visit visitors. But another thing you can do is upload your email list to Facebook and Facebook will match those emails to actual profiles on Facebook and then target those people. Again, that is a very, uh, that, that's an audience that is highly engaged with your content uh, and they will engage with the content you have to share on Facebook as well or any kind of ad that you'll share with them, anything really. So all you need to do is go to Facebook Ads Manager and there you have a tab, uh, you click on it and choose um, audiences. And within that audiences section, you click custom, create new and custom audiences. And all you need to do is upload the C CSV file on there with those email addresses and Facebook will do the job. This is the beauty of it. So you don't need to do anything. Just upload that list on there and wait for 30 minutes for Facebook to do its job. So to match those emails to actual profiles and you're good to go and you have your target audience, your subscribers list connected to your Facebook ads manager and you're able to target them, for example, with Facebook content that you share on your Facebook page or sharing them, uh, um, I'm sorry, targeting them with new ads for a new product that you just launched because those are the people that are more likely to purchase that product. So just sharing that kind of content with that target audience. So with the people that already know you, it's highly effective and incredibly, incredibly affordable. So you could, so let me extrapolate this too. So you could do something like that, like upload your list to create a custom audience. And would it be safe to say that then you could target like them and their friends or create even like create like a, uh, uh, a like a clone uh, audience from that as well? You, you cannot target them and their friends. You, okay. What you can do is, again, if, if you want to get um, a similar audience to that email list, you can create a lookalike audience based on that email list. So uh, that's another thing that is incredibly effective on Facebook. So again, Facebook will take that custom audience, so that email list of people that you, put, you uploaded to Facebook, 
they will kind of scan them over and look for their interests, the common interests that those people have, create a totally new audience, look like audience based on those people. And you'll be able to, again, you won't need to do the guesswork. Facebook will do that for you and create an audience that is going to be highly engaged with the content that you share or the ads that you target them to. So yeah, that wow, would be, I think that's the super best. valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another thing um, that I read and I just wanted to confirm is that on the mobile side, um, is it? am I correct in saying on the mobile side, they're looking at um, advert, that Facebook have a mechanism where the lead magnet, they, you're not actually taken to a land page. It can, all can be part of the mobile experience. And then if the person actually downloads it, you have access to their actual details. Is that correct? So uh, you have lead ads that come with Facebook and those lead ads are basically ads where people can sign up for your, uh, for your email list or download a lead magnet with two clicks because Facebook takes their email address from their profile. Uh, they share it with you, the advertiser, and they immediately download, uh, the user actually immediately downloads the lead magnet that you share. Uh, so you aren't able to check that user's interests or anything like that, but you do get their email address. Uh, so those are called lead ads. So whenever you are advertising a lead magnet, you have two options, whether you optimize for conversions, that's the kind of uh, the bulletproof way. So people will land on your landing page, they'll give you their information and they will be able to download the lead magnet that you share, or you can create lead ads. So they won't land on your landing page, they will share your they will share their content info uh, on Facebook and you'll get that content info from Facebook and you'll be able uh, <laughs> and you'll be able to take their email and upload it to your email provider email marketing provider that said um, I've done a lot of experiments and where lead ads sound great in theory I love it it's a two click sign up for an email list or two click download for uh, of a lead magnet, which sounds dreamy as an advertiser. You know, they don't even get redirected from Facebook. Everything's done within Facebook. That said, um, like I said, I've done a lot of experiments and the traditional ads optimize for conversion. So where people get redirected to a landing page that you have, those turned out to work out the best. Even though we, we created uh, with one client just recently, I think it was two weeks ago, we created pretty much the same campaign. One was optimized for conversions. So people landed on the landing page for the lead magnet, put their info in there. We got their email address, blah, blah, blah. And the second one, we did the same campaign with the same targeting and pretty much the same visuals and same copy, but we did lead ads and the traditional campaign. So the campaign optimized for conversions with the landing page and everything else that outperformed the lead ads and same happened with a few of my clients. So if people are just starting out, they don't know where to begin. They want to advertise for lead magnet. I would definitely first recommend creating the traditional campaign. So the objective they have to choose is a conversion and people land on their landing page, etc. And then as they have, as they created a few campaigns and they know what they're doing, they can definitely experiment with lead ads 
as well. But based on my experience and my research, lead ads are still, I mean, they're not really, really new, but people are just, aren't used to them. They're still used to reading some kind of, you know, longer content, longer sales page on the landing page and then signing up for the lead magnet as opposed to signing up for the lead magnet right there on Facebook, just sharing their content info, uh, their personal uh, info there on Facebook. So I would definitely recommend with going with a tr more of a traditional approach at first. Yeah, I, I think, thank you for, because um, I had a slight argument with somebody that re said, you, I, I must be totally wrong with that. And I said, no, I'm pretty sure that that particular type of advert, that's the outcome. The only thing I would say is that we probably, I will have to double check is, I, I think it only provides it as a CV file. I don't, I think there's third party systems that will take that and link it to something like MailChimp or some external service but I might be wrong about that but um it is amazingly powerful but it is really fascinating that with you that you get better still you get better results from the more traditional setup isn't it yeah um, yeah I, th I think it's may maybe it's a privacy thing so people maybe think that if they, you know, click the lead ad twice, so with the double click and they get um, a lead magnet downloaded directly to their computer, maybe they don't feel safe doing that. I'm not completely sure what the reason might be, but I'm just going with the flow and I'm trying to move forward with the results that I'm getting. So if I'm getting better results with a more traditional approach, you know, by all means, I continue doing that in the future as well. <laughs> Yeah, and I think there are my listeners who are small business, consultancy, uh, WordPress people, they're really missing out on a, a really focused um, system of advertising to very niche um, groups, which they normally wouldn't be able to afford. So that's why we thought we would have you back, because you are truly expert on this. Um one of the other areas, um, what are some of the resources, websites, uh, other resources that you would recommend that have been part of your own educational road that you, you'd still go back to or you would highly recommend? Because there, there seems to be so many resources around Facebook training education, but I've read a lot of them. And... Um, there's some really good resources, but also there's a lot of rubbish out there. So I thought I'd ask you what are some of the resources that have influenced you? I know there are a lot of social media marketing or Facebook ads um, gurus out there they, that don't know what the hell they are actually doing and what the hell they are actually saying. Uh, but the number one resource I always go back to because he's really an expert on these things is johnloomer.com. So John is, oh, he, he's fantastic because he really goes into technical details. He talks about the inner workings of Facebook advertising. He doesn't just mention custom audiences and, for example, uploading an email list to Facebook. Uh, but he tells you how that's actually done. He tells you what Facebook is doing in the background, how they get that kind of information. So you know what's happening in the background. You know the inner workings of Facebook ads and you are more able to make, I mean, you're able to do, to make better decisions with your Facebook ads. So John Loomer is the guy I always go back 
to even now that I pretty much know everything there is to uh, Facebook advertising, but I always go back to him and just reading one of his uh, blog posts, it gives me a lot of new ideas on what to test out. Um, it just opens up, uh, opens up uh, a whole new specter of possibilities um, that, you know, I can try out. Yeah, I think um, we've had John on the actual show, actually. Um, he was generous. We had a two-part discussion, and I totally agree with you. A couple of other resources, um, Espresso, who provide a third-party um, advert platform, they provide some fantastic PDFs that you can download that are quite detailed, totally free, folks. They do plug their product in the PDFs, but they're very well-written. And their actual system, um, if you're doing a lot of A to B testing, um, there are other solutions that are a bit more expensive, but their one is quite reasonable. But I actually found their PDFs very useful. Another one, funny enough, is from Lead Pages. Um, they actually have um, a PDF that are linked to a group of videos where they're talking to their advertisement manager. Um, who does a lot of Facebook paid advertising campaigns. And I found that very useful as well. So they're, they're two resources that you could um, spend a few hours of your time, folks. Um, sorry, go on. No, I just wanted to say that I think reading these resources, any kind of resources on Facebook ads uh, is, is great because you can get a lot of, if you're stuck and don't know where to begin, don't know what campaign to create, what campaign to start with, just go back to one of these resources and you'll get tons of different ideas on what to try out next. I still do that because, I mean, maybe at some time you might hit a wall. You don't, I mean, you think that you've tried everything out there, but once you read one blog post from John Luer, for example, you get 10 different ideas. Oh my God, I totally forgot about that thing. I can try that thing out. And I mean, you won't get discouraged, but rather you'll get a lot of inspiration for you to continue. Now, based on your extensive experience, have you been surprised, because I've been surprised, I just wanted to confirm you, you've had similar experiences. Have you run some campaigns that you thought were real winners? And you just you just haven't had any response on other ones that you were a bit, mm, I'm not too sure about this. They've turned out to be real winners. Have you had similar experiences? Well, absolutely. The thing is that when you're target when you're targeting a specific target audience, you might think that something will work, but unless you implement it and start advertising those ads and that kind of approach or anything like that, you you won't actually know. So one experience I had with a client of mine was they always used the same images, the same images, just they, they were in a similar style. Um, and they worked very well. And they said, you know, these are the winners. And they actually were the winners. But I, I came on board and said, you know what? We might want to try a totally different direction. And I implemented a visual that by far was not even similar to what they have done in the past. It was totally different. And we all thought, okay, 
this is not going to work, but we have to test it, test it out just so we can see if we are missing something, if maybe our target audience will respond to this visual because they are interested in that. So uh, we implemented that visual and it actually performed fantastic, even better than the visuals they implemented before because they thought they know their target audience and they do know their target audience, but it's just that their targeting was slightly different than they thought they are. Um, so experimenting with things always gives you incredibly uh, fascinating results. You might think, oh my God, this is going to work. This is a fantastic campaign. I have the target audience double down. This is great. This is going to work and it flunks. It never works. But then again, you implement a campaign with visuals. You think that will never work. You just want to test this out. And it turns out to be great. And it turns out that people are engaging with that content and people are engaging with those ads and clicking on those ads and converting. So you never actually know the target audience. You are targeting with your Facebook ads. Um, you have to experiment with different things to get to know them better. I think that's great. Uh, another thing, um, a couple of people that are very active in the management of campaigns have told me is they're finding that um, long form is getting some good results for them where they actually write a lot longer than what's traditionally recommended. Have you found that recently yourself? Yeah, so uh, I always do A-B tests with every campaign because like I said, you never know what people are going to respond to. You might think you know your target audience, but you don't know them completely. So we always experiment with different visuals and different copy. And when I tell, when I say different copy, I mean, first of all, just switching the words around. And second test that we do is uh, create uh, first creating a uh, an ad set with a short copy. So just maybe two sentences and that's it. And then another ad set with a longer format, maybe a paragraph or two. And with some clients, the longer format doesn't really work. People don't want to read that because they have a specific target audience. They don't have the time. They just want to see a great image, a short copy, click on it, convert, and that's it. Whereas I have different um, clients and we actually, they always used a long form copy. I came on board and said, let's test out a short copy. And we tested a short copy and it never worked. People just responded and, and to that long form copy. They, there were two paragraphs written in there. It was a, practically a half of a blog post. The people read it and people converted. So again, I think that once you start advertising and you are really interested in optimizing your ads and um, making it really effective, you have to do a lot of A-B tests like that. So testing out different visuals and testing different formats, testing a short copy versus a long copy and seeing what works and results might be very surprising. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic <laughs> point. And um, I totally agree is you really need to just not give up. You need to do split it up and try different images and try different copy. And you'd be, you'd probably be, it does take time folks. Um, so boosted the button is probably a good initial introduction. And then when you get a little bit more um, serious about things, um, try and do some A to B testing. Um, 
I think I'm going to let John, because obviously, um, obviously our guest is a little bit ill, but she was very gracious to, to do this show with us. So, John, you like to wrap up with a couple of questions, and then I, I think we give our, can go back to her sickbed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I got one, last, one last question. Um, what is something that people might not know about running Facebook ads? And specifically, I, I wanted to ask, when it comes to text on images, what's a good policy uh, for that? Do we want to have like text on images or not? So Facebook recently had a 20% policy, which means that the text on the image should not occupy more than 20% of the surface. Facebook got rid of that rule recently, so you can oh. have as many texts you want. That said, there, there is a twist to that rule. So a lot of people th thought when Facebook said, we're getting rid of the 20% rule, a lot of people th thought, yay, that means that I can just put the text on the image and everything is great and people will engage with my ad. Um, that might not be the case because there is something that Facebook, I mean, they did tell it, just people just didn't listen. Where you can put a lot of text on the image. The text can occupy more than 20% of the actual surface. But if it occupies more than 20% of the actual visual, so actual visual surface, Facebook will lower your reach which means that your ads will not reach as many people as they would reach if the text on the image would occupy 20% or less. Um, also, with Facebook getting rid of that rule, that doesn't mean that uh, um, images with a lot of text uh, on there are suddenly effective. They're not. I tested it out. It turns out that People still like, see I mean, I always design a little bit of text on the image, but I don't make it very big and I don't post long paragraphs on the image. I you keep it very short. I keep it concise. I always just maybe design a quick and short punchline on the image. And that's it because people like to read the text in the actual ad, so in the headline and everything else. They just need that image to attract their attention and that's it. Once you have their attention, they will read the text. So it is good to design a short text, a short punchline on the image, but don't overdo it. Don't just, you know, write all over the image and that's it. It won't be as effective as you might think it will be. So just keep it short. Uh, just write a punchline on the image and that's it. Just let the readers and target audience to read the text in the headline and in the description and everywhere else. Excellent. Um, with that, we're going to you know, wrap up our regular uh, podcast. I want to just remind everybody, um, if you're getting value from this show, go to iTunes, leave a detailed review triple digits with uh, the reviews and and when people write reviews it definitely helps surface this show and more and more people are listening every single month month after month we couldn't do it without you we really thank you for your support with that and also we'd like to you know once again a shout out our sponsor for this episode liquid web be sure to go to liquidweb.com slash wordpress use that code wptonic33 to get 33% off your first six months. Uh, uh, if people want to find out more about you, follow you, where do they find you? 
They can find me on superspicymedia.com or on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Moitza Mars. Um, I would also be very happy if I would receive an email or two. So if you're stuck at anything, if you don't know how where to begin with Facebook ads, if you don't know what images to design, you can always reach out uh, at Moitza at superspicymedia.com or maybe sign up for an email course I have on Facebook, uh, Facebook ads, and that can be found on superspicymedia.com slash FB ads. Excellent. Jonathan, how do we get a hold of you? Oh, um, before that, I'll just say it's been a fantastic show. Thank you for coming on. Oh, yeah. I know you're not being that well, but you didn't cancel. You get top marks for that. And I think we've covered some really interesting ground as well. Um, I also like to say about Liquid Web, you know, Chris Lemons joined the executive team of Liquid Web. They're going to be um, building up some fantastic products aimed at WordPress developers. So you really should take um, up this great offer of almost a third of your six months. Um, how they can reach me is quite simple. Go to Twitter at Jonathan Denwood. I'm always on there um, every day, and I interact with people. I should get five stars, I think. And uh, um, also, you can email me. Um, if it's obviously not spam, um, I do reply to all questions, like our guest. Any um, real person that asks a question or needs help, they get a reply. Probably not the same day, but they will get a reply. And you do that at Jonathan at wp-tonic.com excellent and you can find me at my website which is lockdown design remember the silent e uh in my name but um you can find me there or you can follow my facebook page which is facebook.com slash lockdown design if you're a blue collar business and you need help with custom wordpress development or local seo hit me up um, with that, for the WP Tonic, we're signing off, reminding you, uh, join us for the Saturday's show, 9 a.m. We're going to uh, have an announcement of, of that link. Uh, we're starting to do, like, Saturday webinars. Um, so well, that information will be on. Yeah, yeah well, go ahead. I was going to say, like... Yeah, you will be able to join us and ask the panel questions. And anybody that twitters out the link and that that's amusing, we will probably ask you to become join the panel that Saturday as well, won't we, John? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, we'll, we'll yeah uh, definitely we'll give you more details about that um, for the WP Tonic Posse the podcast. We're saying audio sayonara. Peace out. We out of here and get your dose. <laughs>